Welcome back to the Get Up and Glow podcast. I am your host and my name is Becca and I'm the owner of Be Strong. You'll probably know me better through Instagram and my handle is at bestrong.coach. First of all, welcome back to another episode. I hope everybody is doing super well and having a lovely, lovely week so far. I am super, super excited to have you all joining me this week to chat about two topics again this week, which is really, really exciting. But before I jump on into the episode, First things first, we've got to talk about the crystal that I've got along this week. This week I've brought Jade along with me, which is actually, I'm going to say one of my favourite crystals. A, I mean, because it's got amazing, amazing like powers and symbols behind it. But if anybody didn't know, I think I've mentioned it before on here, but my middle name is actually Jade. So... The crystal holds an even special place in my heart because of that reason. Um, But yeah, I'm bringing Jade along with me today. Um, It's a very, very great crystal for tranquility, wisdom. It's a very, very loving and nurturing based crystal. And I feel like this links really, really well into this week's topics because I am going to be talking about self-compassion and I'm also going to be talking about emotional eating so you know the nurturing the love the wisdom I just feel like brings a really really nice energy to this week's episode so that's what I'm going to be talking about today I'm going to start with talking about why emotional eating can have a purpose now I always believe that if we can flip the perspective on different situations, different scenarios, then it can be very, very useful for our response, but also our feeling towards that situation. For example, if we look at emotional eating, if emotional eating happens for a lot of us, when we feel that emotion, we can beat ourselves up. When we go through these moments, we can beat ourselves up. And it's a quite a, I guess the best way to put it is quite a negative cycle. And as I always say, you know, it's our response to the situations and our perspective, which is important. Because if you respond to the emotional eating and it goes into that very self-critical negative mindset, that can be more of a harmful mindset to fall into. So what we want to do is we want to flip the perspective and actually start seeing that emotional eating may have a purpose. And if you are somebody who emotionally eats, this is going to be really, really powerful for you. I think it's one of those perspective changes that can have like a light bulb moment for you and then it just means that you can be a lot more grounded in these moments so the reason that I say it can have a purpose is I'm a huge huge believer so yeah I'm a huge believer that emotional eating or emotions themselves are there to tell you something. So what I mean by this is, I guess the best way to put it is like, when we feel an emotion, in a way it's kind of like a call to action that something is going off or that it's trying to tell you something, teach you something, you know, give you that nudge that something's going off. So if you can maybe think back to um, a time where you felt an emotion. So for example, I'll I'll use more of a, a, a simple one. So let's say that you've coming from work and you're feeling very very stressed from you know the day that's just happened that emotion and that urge to emotionally eat is trying to tell you something 
trying to tell you something's going off. That emotion is happening to help you have that call to action to do something. So it's maybe there to tell you that, you know, that situation at work is playing a big part on your mind and that you need to go do something to release it. You know what I mean? So I think it's quite a nice perspective change to have because it allows us to see a bit more peace in the chaos you know because I think when we go through the, these emotional moments or we go through these emotional eating urges there can be a lot of um I guess like being quite critical towards ourselves a lot of negativity held behind this you know we are more likely to beat ourselves up and fall into those head spaces but when we can then go actually one minute this emotion might be here for a reason rather than me getting mad at myself or mad at you know for feeling this way how about I just get curious why don't I just look into what am I feeling why am I feeling why don't I get a bit curious around it and I think it's so much better to get curious as opposed to get mad at ourselves because obviously getting mad at ourselves first of all doesn't make us feel great and it doesn't really help with looking into what's happening and it also can impact our response if you get mad at yourself you can then increase your emotional state which can then increase your chances of emotional overeating whereas if you get curious you're actually just looking into it more being more self-aware to help you then take action to to help what the emotion is trying to tell you and it also helps with your response if you get curious you take away that beating yourself up and you kind of go into it with a little bit more of a gentler approach and perspective so it can be very very powerful and I think it's very important just to get curious sometimes like I always say for me if I'm feeling a type of way it's telling me something like what the other day I had a well when I'm recording this when I had um I had a day basically where I wasn't feeling quite right I knew that I was feeling some emotions and I knew they were there and I just got curious with them and what I did come to learn that I felt that way because something in my life needed to change and it allowed me to identify that something needed to change I can think of other times where I've been feeling the emotions of you know doubt and worry but actually they were coming up because I was breaking through to another level you know we we have reasons for why they're there and I think rather than seeing the emotions as you know getting mad at ourselves for it actually getting curious and going what's this trying to tell me what's this trying to teach me how is this trying to align me what does what is this asking me to do you know what do I need to do to help this the more we get curious it's a lot better the other thing that you could definitely use that links to this um little perspective change is something called the halt technique which is basically hunger anger loneliness tired so it's asking yourself, am I feeling any of the above? Am I feeling hunger? Am I feeling anger? Am I feeling loneliness? Or am I feeling tired? They all tend to be quite common emotions which can be felt and it allows yourself to have a think and get curious around is it one of these emotions? Is it one of these feelings? And it's just a nice little technique to help you bring more awareness in those moments. So if you are somebody who emotionally eats, I would definitely recommend focusing on this perspective change. Rather than getting mad at yourself, just get curious. Start reminding yourself that you feel these emotions or the uh, these urges because they might be there to try to tell you something. Your emotions in a way are like a call to action. Very, very nice perspective change. 
the next thing I do want to talk about actually is one thing that I wanted to add into this episode because I feel like I've been talking about it so much um with my one-to-one ladies and I'm like do you know what because I've been talking about it so much I do feel like maybe a lot of other people need to hear this as well and it's to do with self-compassion now if you listen to a lot of my episodes you'll know that I talk about compassion quite a lot one big thing that I'm very passionate about within my work is a compassionate approach compassionate and committed approach which I'm going to talk about Um, and the reason why compassion is so useful is it does increase your long-term success it improves the relationship with yourself your responses and everything along those lines so compassion really is one of my biggest values and something that I will always always stand by and obviously because of that I talk about compassion quite a lot now what I want to talk about today is compassion having different sides to it Because I think when we say the word self-compassion, we instantly just think of kindness and being very gentle on ourselves, which is a part of self-compassion. But I like to see self-compassion as like a yin and a yang. There's two separate sides to it that help create that equal balance. So we do have one part of self-compassion, which is being kind to ourselves, being more gentle to ourselves, you know, talking to yourself like you would a best friend, having that more gentle approach. So for example, maybe in moments of overeating, being more compassionate towards yourself, knowing that it's it's okay, being kinder towards yourself, or maybe, you know, in those moments where you're struggling to do your exercise because you're poorly, being compassionate with yourself, maybe that you didn't manage to get um, your workout in, being compassionate with yourself of knowing life's happened today, let me see what I can do, let me be kind to myself, talking to yourself nicer, they're just some examples where you might use self-compassion, but Compassion also has another side to it, which is more of the accountability side. And I do think being accountable is very, very powerful in compassion because one thing that I always say, often one of the most self-compassionate things we can do is take action towards the goals that we are moving to or taking steps aligning us in the right direction and helping us move forward. Another big part of compassion is taking action and being accountable within what you need to do to get you to where you want to be so for example we might have a situation arise and you might then ask yourself right next time or what can I do moving forward to be more aligned and more accountable that might be you know if overeating happens and you might ask yourself right it's happened that's okay but what could I do next time to help you know, move forward a little bit more, help me grow from this. Maybe you need to look at, I need to have some meals prepped just in case I get in from work late and I don't want to cook it rather than, you know, me overeating on food in the cupboard. It might just be something like that. So that's that's a big part of accountability, looking at these situations and seeing what you can do. But also as well, reminding yourself that it is about getting up and taking that action as well and asking yourself each day, you know, like what can I do today to align me to the goal I've got or align me to where I want to be from that A to B. It's a very, very, very beneficial part of compassion because I think when we talk about compassion, it's very easy just to think of the kind element of compassion and the gentle element, but sometimes it does require us to be accountable I don't know, maybe you're having one of those days where you just 
you just can't be asked to go for your fresh air and you walked in you can't be asked to do something it's not down to high levels of fatigue or needing to rest it's just i can't be asked today rather than you know in this situation you want to be kind to yourself of going yes it's okay to have these days because i'm human don't beat yourself up for it but then also going what um, what action can i take today to keep me aligning to where i want to be right i'm still going to get up and go for my walk because i i care about myself and i respect myself so much that i'm going to be using you know compassionate accountability to go take action does that make sense so i think it's looking at that compassion is two different parts but on that as well you know it's changing your perspective when it comes to your healthy habits and the action you're taking you're not taking it from a place of self-punishment you're taking it from a place of care and respect for your body you exercising isn't about burning calories or burning off the food that you ate it's not about self-punishment it's about maybe wanting to be stronger or how it makes you feel because you care and you respect for your body so when we change our mindset around why we do our healthy habits and why we take action that can also help because it's coming from a more caring and respectful place for our body but then also like I say doing it from the compassionate place so if you are somebody who's maybe struggling to take action maybe you're struggling to move towards your goals ask yourself are you being compassionately accountable are you using both sides of compassion because when we can do that that is when we can move towards goals, but we can do it in a much more respectful and careful way towards our body, you know? I've done this so many times where, you know, there's been some days that I've just been like, oh, I just, I don't want to do this today. But I'm like, right, but I know that this is going to be the most compassionate thing I can do right now, but it's going to help me get to where I want to be. You know, there's been some days where, and this sounds so basic, where I've been like, oh I'll just I'll just stay up and watch another episode but I'm actually been like no be accountable the most compassionate thing you can do right now Becca is take yourself up to bed do your nighttime routine so you'll feel better tomorrow do you know what I'm saying so I think having that mindset on it can be really important not just seeing compassion as the gentle but also finding the yang to it which is like that accountability side so finding that balance between the two it's not saying that you've you know shout at yourself to do stuff that is not compassion it's just knowing that sometimes the most compassionate thing you can do is take steps towards where you want to be but also be kind to yourself you know in the moments that you maybe miss a workout or you don't take that action and something crops up moving past it with no guilt and knowing that that can happen and having that compassion towards yourself there so I think this can be a really powerful perspective for a lot of people and then also like I've touched upon changing the way that you view your healthy habits you're not completing these healthy habits because of self-punishment or because you have to you get to do it and you're doing it from a place of care and respect for your body you know so doing your exercise isn't to burn calories or isn't to burn off food it's because you've got love and respect for your body you know making nutritious meals isn't from a place of ugh, re restriction and stuff like that it's from a place of I'm getting to care and love for my body so changing the way that you view your habits can be really powerful because if now I think of it you know there's been so many times where I've um heard people say you know oh I have to go for a walk just to hit my steps you don't have to it's not just about hitting steps it's you go for a walk and you move your body and you get fresh air because you care and respect about your body you know that through going out for a walk your body's going to feel better your mindset's going to feel better it's going to do wonders for you so all of a sudden 
you know, if we're just walking in order just to hit a step goal, we're a lot more likely to put it off because we're focusing on numbers, we're focusing on calories, we're focusing on it being a bit of a chore. But if we do it from a place of, I'm going to do this to care and respect for my body, we're a lot more likely to keep it up over a consistent and long-term period of time because we're doing it from a kinder place and a more caring place as well. So that can also be very, very useful linking into compassion as well. But I do hope that that episode really helped. Um, I think both of those can be very very powerful mindset shifts um for for people on your journey it's a lot more of a compassionate and mindful approach but as always I'm a huge believer that compassion and mindful is the best way moving forward you know when we can work on our mindset towards things and our reasoning behind doing things it can help with our long-term success and our happiness if you are listening to this episode and you're like you are literally speaking to my soul right now like I struggle with emotional eating I'm struggling with compassion I'm struggling with that more holistic mindful approach of my journey and it's what you desire and you need right now then I do have some one-to-one coaching spaces available if you are wanting to know more I have put the link in the show notes with the application form just click on there fill out the application form and then I'll get back to you it doesn't mean you've instantly signed up for coaching it's just so we can have a chit chat to see if you'd be a good fit for coaching and and see if the methods that I use will be suited to you so Uh, If you don't apply for that, just go to the link in the show notes. And like I say, coaching for me is all about a very compassionate, committed approach. Looking at all areas of your life, you know, it's not just about aesthetics. It's about your food relationship, your body image, the relationship with your menstrual health, loads of different things to help you get into your most flourishing self. So if you don't want to know more, click on the link in the show notes and apply there. On that note, have a lovely, lovely rest of your week and I will speak to you in the next episode episode.